0: Beautiful listeners, you know we love you, and we appreciate all the support you've given us to this point. If you would like to further support us in our art, in our effort to allow these wonderful conversations to continue to take place, head over to patreon.com slash inside the sound. And then we're gonna click on the show opener right here. Happy trees. <laughs>
1: Well, hey there, beautiful listeners! Welcome back inside the sound. This is Michael, and this is Ryan, and we are quite pleased to have a, a a special guest returning to us today. Would you care to reintroduce yourself to our beautiful listeners?
2: Hey, everybody! Angela Petrilli back. Ryan, Michael, so happy to be here chatting with you guys. It's gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs>
0: The I brought my entourage,
2: yes, brought my entourage the with me. Only, great.
0: Angela Petrilli.
1: I think a few more seconds of crowd noise yeah, is appropriate.
2: Or a waterfall. Sounds, I'm, I'm here from the rainforest, everyone. <laughs> or a waterfall, yeah.
1: Right?
2: At least in my inner, it sounded like a waterfall, too, which it is might be. like, also Michael, great.
0: did you cue up <laughs> the Niagara Falls audio? I might have. Crowd noise. <laughs> either way
2: either way it's good to be back guys how are you
1: (laughs) amazing and it's so good to have you back yeah heck yeah
2: happy to be here happy to be here. it was a fun chat last time i had a good time chatting with you guys it was a lot of fun
0: you know we covered a lot of ground musically the first time around we covered a lot of ground
2: we did we did we did chat a lot about music and gear and all that stuff and i'm sure there's plenty more to talk about today in that regard
0: and i i did my favorite thing to do which is talk over michael you had something you're about to say there uh, i was just you
1: know doing the thing where we continue the conversation and and uh, it was not this is harder to do via zoom in three locations <laughs> than, than like him and me in the same room but that's changing soon bro i'm very excited uh pretty soon i'll, I'll be able to be in the same state and then this will make a lot more technological sense Um, yeah, but yeah, um, it was, it was like, oh, we're talking right before the, we hit record. It's been like over a year. I mean, it was, it was a little while ago.
2: Yeah. I mean, time flies, especially these days with just everything going on. Um, yeah, life, life can be a little crazy sometimes.
0: Yeah. I was in the, uh, the midst of the, the pandemic and all the lockdowns. How has it been for you to be able to normalize and get back out, you know? playing the guitar for people in person and all that.
2: It's I I know with the first gig back, there was this energy that was like, it felt like a deep exhale. It's really hard to explain from everybody, from the folks who were there at the show. And then, you know, like me and my band and, and the rest of the bands that were playing that night, it just, it felt so good. It felt so good to play live again. And I will never take it for granted ever again. It's it's a really, really cool thing. And man, it just felt so good. That's like really all I can say, really. It just felt so good. That first gig back felt great.
0: Yeah, there was like a liberating uh, feel to it almost. The concert that I went to and the first, like big scent that I saw on TV after that whole thing. You could tell there was a really special energy in there. So I think I think we all kind of felt that at one point. Or so, another, so Absolutely. And I think we did take it for granted a little bit though, right, Angela? Like I know I did. Like that that live music experience. Um there's nothing like it for me, you know, and, and when it's gone, you're like, Wow, okay, I see what it means, you know.
2: Yeah, and that first concert back, like going to a huge show, was just it was wonderful. It was wonderful to be able to, to be around other people and to see a band play. It's a pretty cool thing. And, and, and you know, through all of this, it was like, wow, that's a big, that's a big chunk of life and a big, you know, these are, these are important moments. And you think, I ah, just go to shows, and especially us as, you know, professional musicians, we do these shows all the time, but seeing and really feeling when it's gone and then getting it back, it's just such a gift it's just such a gift so man it was it it just felt so so good to go to a show to play a show yeah it's the best
0: you know i'm knowing you i'm thinking right now how many guitars how many new guitars do you have since the last time we talked
2: Ooh, (laughs) that's a great great question i what's
0: the what's the most notable one that you you'd like to talk about
2: (laughs) Probably the R9 I bought (laughs) during COVID. (laughs) I Yeah, got my hands on. It was actually a really, really cool story. I had been looking for one for a long time. So, you know, I play strats and most of the folks who follow me on social media know, you know, play strats and tellies and and all of that stuff. And and I've been really waiting for the right Les Paul to show up. I I, you know, and I had played a bunch, but I never had one that really, really called to me and not to say they weren't great guitars. They absolutely were, but I didn't find mine and i really it just felt like the right time to get one and played a bunch went to norm's rare guitars played some there they were all great it's just they weren't mine went to the guitar center in hollywood on sunset played every les ball that they had there and it, i just didn't find mine so i'm like okay let me check out reverb and went on reverb and saw the exact color, model, year, everything. And I saw that the guy who was selling it was in Orange County, which is not too far from where I live in LA. So I figured I'm just going to message him and see if he would be open to me going in person and, and and playing this. So I messaged him. Hey, I'm based in Los Angeles. Would you be interested if i played it in person and just felt the neck because at that point it's all about the neck if i didn't like the neck of this guitar i wasn't going to buy it so i i I reached out sent him that you know didn't really expect to hear anything back but i'm like it's worth a try so i get a message back 10 minutes later and he goes i'm a huge fan of your work i've been watching your videos for years like please come by and check this thing out i'd love it if you did So I went and checked it out. His name was Steve, just super, super nice guy. Had a really beautiful story that went along with that Les Paul and I played it. I knew within two chords that I was going to buy this guitar. And he said, it feels so good to have this guitar go to a player and not a collector. And I'm glad it's going to be on stage and be on recordings and be used as it was intended. So I he was just so cool. And, you know, I hung out there for like two hours and we chatted about music and stuff. Just really, really nice guy. And I gave him tickets. I'm like, I'm playing in L.A. Here are tickets to my next show. Bring your daughter. You guys have fun. Like this is on me. And they came to the show and I'm like, I'll be bringing I'll be playing that Les Paul at the show. And he got to hear it in a band setting. And afterwards, he's like, it felt so, so cool to see it up there and to hear it, you know, being played like that. He goes, I'm so happy you have it. So that was that was really really neat and really really special so yeah that, that that happened a couple months ago but uh, that's, yeah yeah that's, that's an a, cool awesome it's a cool one
0: awesome um, story
2: isn't that neat that's special
0: that sounds like he was saving it for you in a way
2: isn't that funny yeah because I, I guess he had it up for a little bit and just no takers and I saw it I'm like, gosh that's exactly what I want it was the lemon burst you know looks like Peter Green's Les Paul which is just great and a fifty nine reissue which is
0: pretty guitar
2: it's a awesome awesome piece of equipment just a beautiful guitar and i figured if i'm gonna you know take the plunge and and get a les paul i want it to be a really 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 good one probably the only one i will own and it's 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 great which is probably not true i'm probably going to get another les paul down the road sometime
0: but you know there's the truth being honest you
2: know what i mean so you
0: open you went down that rabbit hole now
2: you know i know because this is my first Gibson. (laughs) I've never owned oh, a Gibson wow. before so this is the that's- first one. I wanted it to be a really really good one and I waited until it was the perfect perfect one that really really spoke to me. So that's my rule for all guitars. I I have to love it. And if I don't absolutely love it, I don't buy it. And I have played a lot of guitars that I have liked a lot but didn't buy them. I have to love them.
0: Um you know Michael, I'm I'm sure you think of this now too we've talked about this so many times and i think angela you're you'd be a great person to 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 open this conversation again with is the idea of um like you said loving a guitar you know you were talking about how you played les paul's and some of them didn't necessarily call to you or speak to you on that whatever level it is mystical level as we sometimes like to call it what are your thoughts on that whole like walking into a guitar store where there might be hundreds of guitars but there's that one that speaks to you like what are your thoughts on that
2: as far as like how do you know it's the one
0: yeah like that that whole process
2: for me it's you know tone of the guitar at the end of the day is going to come from your hands at the end of the day, whether you play a Les Paul or whether you play a Strat or whether you play a telly or an ES-335 or a Junior, whatever it is, that guitar will sound like you, no matter if it's got, you know, single width pickups or humbuckers or P90s, it's still going to sound like you. With, with me, the neck is the first connection. For me, when I'm thinking about buying a guitar, even when I go to norms and I pick which one I'm going to do a Patrilli picks on, I always feel the neck first so I can connect to the neck. I'm like, all right, this is feeling good. This is feeling cozy. It's feeling very natural on my hand. And I'll play it and I'll take it from there. The neck is always the first thing I think about when I pick up a guitar. And if it really sounds good and is very pleasing to my ears, I'm like, okay, this is nice. too i to me and i'm i'm really thankful my OM28v my, my martin guitar my acoustic that i own to me in my brain sounds as an acoustic guitar should like if you if you were to press a button in my brain what does an acoustic guitar sounds like it sounds like that guitar and i'm so thankful that i own it and that i found it so that sound of an acoustic guitar is what I hear, but your perfect acoustic guitar, your perfect electric guitar may sound different to you depending on what you like, the styles of music you are really inclined to listening to and what you're inspired by. So everybody's perfect instrument is different, but I know for me, I always think about it. I think about it physically first because again, you're holding it. It's going to be up against your body when you play it. So it's got to feel good. It's got to feel like an extension too. For me, if something's too blocky, it's too heavy, that physical connection, if that's not there, I'm not going to, that's a big factor for me too. Even if it sounds great and the guitar is too heavy, that's a big thing for me. Like if the guitar is too heavy, I know I'm not going to play it. And, and it's, it's, it's a shame if I have to, if it's a guitar, I have to sit down and play all the time because I play out a lot and I stand up and play. So if a guitar weighs like 12 pounds, like, I don't think so. Like I'm five, four, I'm pretty petite. Like I can't have, you know, I can't be going to my chiropractor all the time. That stuff gets expensive, you know? So with me, it's this, this meeting of physical feel of the neck of the body against your body of the sound, how, is it easy to express yourself through the instrument? Because sometimes a guitar sounds great. And it's like, I can't play the way I want to on this instrument. You can't really put your finger on it. You could be like, the action's too high, the fret's too high. But think about it. Those are things that could be fixed.
0: But you don't want to have to fight else. the guitar.
2: You don't want to fight it. Because if it's not meant to be yours, it's yeah. not meant to be yours. So that's, that's why it's my big rule: I have to love it. I have to love it. It just has to feel like a natural, oh, we found each other. Okay, this is cool. Like I walked into Norm's yeah. one time he had a tenor guitar. I've never had that in my plans of I'm going to buy a tenor guitar, but there was something really special about right. it that I was drawn to. And I kept thinking about it even after I did the Patrulli Picks episode. Like, damn, whoever gets that guitar is really, really lucky. Because <laughs> that thing. there's something about it and I can't put my finger on it. You
0: fell in love with Something it. really
2: special. <laughs> and sure enough, I went back two months later maybe a little sooner than that, maybe a month later, and it was still there. And I'm like, okay, I guess this one's meant for me. Let me play it again and see if that connection was there. And it was. So I just took Norm aside. I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, some of it is is explained. And I think some of it you can't explain, but that's that's the magic of music.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, we just love hearing the uh, the perspective on it on all totally. things uh music and guitar um you know it's funny you said something like when you play a martin that's what an acoustic guitar sounds like in your head
2: my yeah my kind of om because, 28 yeah yeah right. in my brain and when <laughs> and like, i for us yeah.
0: it's like oh sorry go ahead
2: no no go ahead
0: <laughs> no i was gonna say um the gibson for some reason i like a gibson steel string is that way for me. So when See? you said that, I'm like, I know exactly what you mean. Not that I don't love the tone of a Martin, oh, Cause they course. sound fantastic. But you know?
2: your vision of what an acoustic guitar sounds like is different for, it's different for everybody. And that connection of, Oh, I found a guitar that matches in my head, what it sounds like. And that you found that too. I think it's really cool.
1: I will say really cool. yeah. in defense of Martin guitar, never thought
0: about it that way until now.
1: Oh yeah. In in defense of Martin guitars, I picked up this guitar and played it and it was in that South Austin music company. It's,
2: Oh, that place is great. I love that spot. It's magical in there. <laughs> yeah, and they're great. so
1: friendly. And they were just like, oh, I sure. I
2: love the people there. Oh, they're my so God. So nice. It's like yeah. Every for time musicians. I'm in Austin. Yeah. Every time I'm in Austin, I was oh popping my God. In there. I love that place. And I
1: just, you know, here's this Martin from 1950, you know, hanging on the wall, $10,000 guitar, no, nothing to sneeze at. You just pick it up and you play it. And I was like, oh, my God. This thing is 60 years old, 70 years old. And it sounds. It sounds amazing like i was i was blown away i was like i can't i can't believe how good this tiny thing sounds i I was like this isn't real and and, uh, you know it's like let me go and sell a car and i'll come back and let me buy this because it's it's like holy crap but i like is it worth this price tag (laughs) and then you pick it up and you play it you go whole it is it is um yeah i just i so yeah, but I do I do really, there's something about the Gibson steel string, like Ryan said, that I'm also very drawn to. And it's like you said, it's, isn't that funny how it's like your ear, your experience, your perspective, it's different for everybody.
0: It's funny though, Angela, I'd never thought about it that way before, but now that you say it, it makes perfect sense. It's like you have that tone in your mind's eye and you're trying to find the gear that can, you know, create that in real time.
2: Yes, and that is the, that's the threshold for every single one of my instruments. Like I play every single one and I still get that tingly feeling because I love them figured. all. Yeah, absolutely. And you're like, Oh, yep. That Martin sounds great. The Martin I use on the riff rundowns sounds really great too. Very different from my, my OM 28, but my, my triple O 17, it sounds really good. And the way that it is aging it's blowing my mind. It sounds much different than it did when I first bought it. I don't know, four or five years ago. It sounds very, very different. I'm really loving how it's starting to age. But the again with wood, the more that you, the way that that the, those tone woods expand and 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 contract. That wood is a living and breathing thing, like wine. So when you play it, it you're putting your imprint on it too. Yeah. You, it sounds the way it does because of the way you play. That's true. It's a neat That's thing. True. It's a neat thing. Like, you know, I, I think in a way it happens with electrics, but I think it is very much more apparent, at least from my perspective and my my music journey, I can really see the imprint my acoustics have on, on, on me playing them and them sounding the way they do. Because, yeah, those those guitars are workhorses for me. I don't put them under my bed and not play them like those guitars get played. <laughs> I yeah, I can't, cool. it really breaks my heart to, you know, just put something away and not, and be scared to play it. Yeah. You know, like my, even my Les Paul, I kind of, there was a gig and I was getting a little nervous, it's like Angela, but why'd you buy it? You bought it to play it. So play yeah. it, you know, it's yeah. meant to be played. It's not meant to sit under a bed.
0: Well, the whole, uh, you know, collector versus right. player player thing, you know?
2: Right. And- you know but we're we're players so we play instruments
0: (laughs) and you know it's funny it's got me thinking about um the idea that maybe i'll never actually want a guitar brand new you know in a factory box like there's something about buying and playing an aged instrument like it has a different character to it i feel like
2: You know, it's it is neat to to play an older instrument and feel it. I was I was at Norm's the other the other day and there was this D-18, I believe it was from 1957 and it was it was the player grade for sure. You know, it had I like to call it a lot of love. You know, it had dings (laughs) and scratches, but that thing (laughs) was loved. But think about it. It was loved and it sound it sounded great. It was probably the best sounding D-18 I have played at that shop, truly. And there are quite a few that, that go in there, but that one really, really stuck out to me. Even when I just played it the other day, I'm like, wow, this one's really great. It sounds as good as it does because whoever played it and owned it, loved it. You could feel it on that guitar. That that guitar was very much loved. And yeah, it, I, I think it does. There's an energetic exchange. I'm sure there is. When you pick up these, yeah. instru- these older instruments. And I think a lot of times that's that allure too, is that thing you can't really put your finger on it. God, it sounds so good. But like why? And you could break down the scientific part of it. All right. The pickups are wound like this. And this person wound it. This person built it. And here's the woods and the weight of the wood and the fretboard and all that stuff. And you can get into that. But I think that that energetic part of it is like, all right, this had a pretty good life. And it's expelling that, you know, you can't put your finger on it. I, at least I'd like to think so. Those older instruments and some of them, it's just like, wow, it really does take your breath away. Really does take your breath away.
1: It's fascinating to me on an older instrument like that. I mean, you got to think of how many countless hours, Angela, have you put in practicing, right? You were born at a certain year. You grew up at some point in your life, you decided, I want to be a musician. So you, and you pick up the guitar, you started playing. While you were doing all that, that guitar was sitting there or being played, right? Or doing that guitar had a lot, like it was alive. You know what, like some of those old ones, like before, right? And I it just, it's like these these two threads, like your life and the life of that guitar, they sort of mutually arose from different areas, and then they just came together to mm-hmm. create. You know what I mean? Like, it's, and you said something earlier too, like about the wood being alive and how like it's in this imprint that you're talking about. Like I, when I bought this Gibson, I showed off two seconds ago. I'll show it again because it's beautiful. I love this thing. Um, I, you know, it's a new guitar. Um, but I just, I didn't, I had a short window of time. I wanted to get something and it was like, all right, I know I, I, I like this brand. I like this style. Let me just go see what it's like when I play it. And it was hanging on the wall and I picked it up and I filmed myself playing it for the first time. I even put it on the, the page, uh, on the, on the Instagram page. I, I freaking love this guitar. I fell in love with it right when I played it. And when I went to go buy the thing, the guy was like, do you want one in a box? And I almost laughed at him. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I want this is the one. This is, I love this thing. This is what I want. And it just, um, I, I don't know. I did, so I, I know that feeling like that you're talking about, but you have to love it, you know? And I don't love the one in the box, right? Like I, it's this one that I played that I picked up and I want it. And I, I just, I, I feel like there's some, I wish I could put my finger on it. I wish I could be more articulate, but there's some weird parallel to like life and how, like just doing what you love, you know, and just and being around the people that you actually love being and talking to the people you actually want to talk to. And, and, you know, you see what I'm saying? Rather than am I going to go and spend my time doing something I don't want to do for the money or am I going to spend my time doing things that I actually love doing and I want to do and the money can come, you right. know, like not forcing it just like you don't like grind. You're talking about like forcing, a guitar that's fighting you I feel like it's the same thing in life like the same thing with careers and relationships and am I being too philosophical I, I don't know I no, see no not at parallel. all no
2: I I, I totally I, <laughs> I totally agree. get yeah I totally get that and what's crazy too is like our instruments are going to outlive us
0: <laughs> yes yeah, that's,
2: right that's true like they're going to outlive us yeah. really so we leave that imprint And then they get passed along with someone else. Like pretty trippy, right? To think about like a friend and I, we were talking about this a couple months ago, like, Oh, and we were, we were kind of joking, you know, he's like, you know, if I happen to die, he's like, I want you to, you know, let me know which was some of my guitars you like. And I was laughing and I told him, yeah, you know, I was kind of thinking the same thing. And you were going to be on that list of friends. Like, Hey, is there a certain guitar of mine that you really like that you would want? Um, But, it's it's and it's again all that imprint so think about the person who will get the yeah. instrument after us they're going to feel that energy that we put into it all those countless hours of playing gigs songwriting all that stuff all the moments where that instrument was there with us in life like i think of all my guitars i'm like oh yeah you were yeah. there for that show and when this and this happened oh yeah like my my 0017 i brought that with me the first time my my uh my band roses and cigarettes played in at the martin factory that was the guitar. I still, you know, and I still have it. and Wow, that I got to bring that guitar back home. It's the only one of my Martins that's been back home. You that's know. crazy. It's, it's trip. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know,
0: the one, the guitar that you played at the the first show back after the pandemic. You know, the the energy that was. Oh there. yeah, absolutely. That, that was that Les Paul.
2: The guitar, the guitar. Like, bring it, like bring the fire. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It
0: was the awesome. Les Paul. Wow.
2: It was the Les that Paul. That instrument's
0: got a lot of energy. Yeah,
2: man. I love it. Yeah, that guitar, it was built in Nashville and the original owner. So I am the third owner and this thing is in immaculate condition. I am so lucky that the two previous owners took very, very, very good care of this instrument. It, it, it lived in Japan for five years. It lived oh, in wow. Japan for five years. He bought it in Nashville and brought it back home to Japan and then brought it back to L.A. Yeah. What a life it's, it's, it's yeah, it, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy.
0: Yeah. It does add to the, it adds to the vibe of the instrument totally. when you know that it's had this crazy life that it's lived before you, you get it. Definitely.
2: Mm-hmm. And it'll continue and the, to the live after we're is- gone.
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's one thing i'd never thought about i that. never yeah. thought you
1: yeah like i don't know if you see my reaction when you said that i was like oh my god i've never thought about that but it's so true like even the ones i've already sold that are off out in the wild somewhere yeah i mean my god
0: well i i um, this past saturday i met a gentleman who uh bought a guitar from eddie van halen's estate and i'm just thinking about like for example an instrument like that the energy and the, you know, talk about maybe not wanting to play a guitar. I'm like, yeah. what would I do? <laughs> Is it sacrilege to play that guitar?
2: <laughs> I. But wouldn't you think that that's what he would want?
0: It feels like sacrilege not to play it, dude. I agree. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, that's true. You just,
2: you watch interviews with him and you just watch him on stage. I don't think anyone exudes more love for the instrument than Eddie Van Halen did. Truly watching and, and just I love watching old interviews of him and seeing just how he just loved to play and write and play. It's just, it it was really, it's really something. And I think just, yeah, he was, he was pretty incredible. He was really special. He was really, really special.
1: Now, thinking of the future about somebody way in the future seeing this old interview of Angela Petrelli talking about the guitar. Maybe it's the owner who owns that guitar many years in the future. I mean, how trippy would that be, right? To have it's amazing that we even have like this stuff on record, um, to see, right? And, and the same thing with Eddie. It's like like you can go back and actually watch that and, and and get a glimpse into somebody. You know what I mean?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, it's a trip. It's a trip. But it's it's a wonderful thing. I think I think he needs to play that guitar he needs to play that that's how you honor that's how you honor you know when you look
0: at it from yeah from that perspective you think Eddie might be more upset if it just sat somewhere and didn't get played wouldn't he yeah yeah and you think of did he write you know did he write one of his hit songs on this guitar did he you know was there a certain you know monumental show that he played with this thing or you know i'm sure that they might have some of that information but yeah the history of a guitar it's a it's got me thinking now pondering as we like to say <laughs> my god I have to ponder on that <laughs> you know the guitar living on past your lifetime that's a that's yeah. a kind of a deep thing when you start to think about it it really is
1: and this imprinting you know this this connection we have to these instruments, it, it's like, they're just wood and steel strings and pickups. And, you know, it's just a yeah, tool man. really, but it's not, it's more than a tool, right? It's an instrument is something, something different than a tool. It's like, it's refined in a way right. it, it's, it's an art, artist's tool. It's not the same thing. as just a hammer, right. Or a saw or, you know what I mean?
0: before i forget you know what oh god I, I was gonna um mark letary uh yeah, a yeah. Video came up in our feed the other day from he was talking about his signature uh prs and he's like the the best thing about my signature model is you're gonna hear you coming through the instrument
2: i love he's like, that That's cool. yeah
0: he's like i don't want i don't want to i don't want the guitar's tone to be coming through i want me to come through as the tone of the guitar, and I'm paraphrasing, but that was a basic basic idea, and I'm like, you know what? That's really what it is, and you kind of touched on that, Angela, that you want to hear you coming through.
2: That's important because you if you're playing this thing, you're going to be writing and performing on this thing. You don't want to sound like someone else. You want it to be an easy transition of energy. You playing. Yeah. There it is. You want it to be easy. You don't want to work for it. Yeah. You don't want to work too hard. It's got to feel natural. Yeah. You got to love it. It all goes back to that. You got to love it.
0: Yeah. And uh, a couple of days ago, I was just sitting, you know, every once in a while, you just need to put on some good headphones and just rock out to something. Yes. And, just take it in. <laughs> and I was just rocking out and I was getting into the music and that feeling of that surreal feeling where it's just like, nothing matters that we've talked about before. It's like, In that moment, I'm like, yes, me wanting to play music is the right thing to do because people need this feeling, you know, and we've touched on a few things. It's just there's something to music that's kind of a little beyond us, but we need it. We need it.
2: Oh, yeah. You know, it's very human. It's uh, being creative. It's a very human thing. It's a very human thing. And being together in a community in a creative atmosphere, just really. Yeah how did it's important
1: how many untold eons before history did we sit around a fire at the end of the night and sing songs and on drums
2: right right
1: make up stuff on the spot
2: it's very human it's very human we are creative beings
1: i almost feel like something's lost with the you know if i stick my face in the screen every night before bed like it's i started like picking up the guitar every night before I sleep and letting that be my routine. And I, I've been sleeping better. That weird? I did
2: that last night. No, that's really funny. You should say that. I, I I did that last night. Cause it was, it's been pretty busy these last few months and sometimes it's a little harder than others to like turn things off. And like Angela, that can wait till the morning. Like you don't need to get this done right now. But I I grabbed my nylon guitar that I have and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to come up with a, you know, a version of sounds of silence out of nylon. That sounds cool. And that's what I go. did last night before I went to bed and it was mm-hmm. so fun. It was so fun, but it's a very, yeah, it's a very healing <laughs> yeah. thing to your point. Very it's a very healing weird. thing to do. Yeah, and it's,
1: it's just this weird creative space because I really, I really thrive off chaos energy at night. And it was like, it didn't take long after a few days of doing this where it was like new music just started coming to me and uh you know i was able to finish this song that i've been we've been wanting to well not finish the song but like a good chunk of this song i've been wanting to work on for a long time which is the one that i played for ryan at the beginning when you actually joined us we were arguing and it was that song i was so excited and ryan ryan shot me down didn't he went you listen to some uh, jam to get his head in the right headspace but i just i just ryan's not even cra- he's not even cracking a smile or anything he's not even like he's stoic here Respond in response. No, I just, um, <laughs> there we go. All right. Um, but yeah, no, but it, like it's, it's weird how, like, that, that was my side That's all. I was just trying to get a reaction at you, bro. Um, but no, I, that, <laughs> that, that just like there's this weird, this weird, and sometimes I'll work on something new or I'll just like play something really old. Like I, I went and played one of the first songs I ever wrote and I just, I'm, let me play this thing. Do I still remember it? You know, that kind of thing. And there's just something weird about like, putting my brain in this because music has this thing on with memory like it it I, I get flashes of memories from when I wrote the song or like when I played it or you know the couple of times that, that Ryan and I played shows like that comes across my mind you know when I play the song and, and and I do this like every night and it's like I all of a sudden it's like I can fall asleep faster and I, I struggle falling asleep it's a huge theme in my life and like it, it really has like just it's like this release you know your muscle relaxes it's like oh it's like my my whole like brain relaxes and i'm just fascinated by this connection that it forges with this instrument because like it's it's like the instrument is is it's like it's like it knows it's doing me a favor I, i can't even explain it like it's like helping me sleep you know what i mean
2: it's that thing right that that you can't put your finger on it
0: right it's right.
2: that, and does it really need, do we need to know exactly what that is? I'm okay with not knowing. Yeah, I'm yeah. okay with not knowing what exactly, what is that? That's something else.
0: Well,
1: in, in this day and age, we have this surety yeah. that we know everything. And, we don't. And science. <laughs> right. But our ancestors lived with the mystery, and they were okay. They had yeah. to learn to- <laughs> The
0: older to, you get, the more you realize you don't know oh, we don't.
2: Oh, isn't that the truth? <laughs>
1: we used to be able to look up at the star like think about what the stars actually look like when there's not all this light pollution and like people live with that for eons like that was just when it was nighttime it was dark and cold outside that's it that's it the fire was all you had at the night you know like that was it
2: yeah it's it's a refreshing thing like how you feel recharged like i I did. Yeah. I, I sat in with some friends of mine at Pappy and Harriet's and Joshua Tree out in the desert um, outside oh, wow. of Los Angeles. That place is great. And I had stayed the night and you just look up. She's like, God, this is so beautiful. And this is an hour and a half away from L.A. And just that recharge that you get just from being in nature for a little bit. It's really yeah. important. It's really important
0: it's a similar feeling though isn't it when you pick up an instrument and play for a while like that feeling is it to me akin like to take when you go and take a walk you know when you come back that feeling the the thing we don't quite understand that you were mentioning um it's like, have you ever felt worse after picking up an instrument and playing? I don't right. think anyone.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone. Sometimes, has. if it's been a while, yeah.
2: And you're like, oh, I should have practiced more. <laughs> I shouldn't should
1: put this thing down. These but no, rudiments
2: are not good right now.
1: Rudiments, <laughs> uh, but but in general, no. <laughs> rudiments. What's better? I mean, like, is there anything better? I mean, being in nature is, is amazing and it's all those things, right? But is there anything better than taking an instrument into nature and playing that instrument there? Like I have a memory. I was like 12 and was at this camp. And one of the camp counselor people, he, he brought up, you know, we, it was a By the Fire and there was a few songs. And like the dude pulls out an acoustic guitar and, and starts doing Free Fallin', Tom Petty. And it was like the best. It was fantastic. That memory is seared in my brain. Like all these years of 20 something years late, it's, it's so I can hear it in my head now, but it's, it's like, there's something extra that you get around the fire with a guitar that you don't get, you know, it's there when you sit around and talk with your friends, but like, there's something extra when you bring music into it. You know what I mean? Like live music.
0: I kind of feel like the energy of that instrument is just going to be more apparent in a situation like that. When you're removed from, you know, like you talked about all the crazy technology and everything we have, I think it's just more apparent in those type of settings.
2: It's a cool thing.
0: I could never gets wrong. old. Know.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what, Angela? Um, uh, before you have to take off here, you've you've got a pretty. Big show coming yeah. here. Why don't you tell us a little bit I, about how that came to be? And-
2: sure, sure. I, uh, I i will be, I am honored to be opening the night for Billy Bob Thornton and the Box Masters during their stop in LA. And I'm really, really looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun show. I'll be playing with my band, uh, Angela Petrilli and the Players. And the Players. And the Players. I couldn't come up with anything cooler. I'm like, Players, okay, we'll see if it sticks. We'll see if it sticks.
1: But it's like, that's the I whole like theme what we've been talking about, right? Like playing the yeah. instrument. Like, no, I, yeah. think it's, I think it's fantastic. It's oh, a great thank you.
2: <laughs> Cause I really It's ironic in a way, I guess. Yeah. I just really, I was thinking about it. And it's funny. It was right before COVID is where I got, you know, the guys together. I'm like, let's just do a gig and I need to play out and let's just do something. And I was, I was visiting family at the time and I was around the, the kitchen table. I was talking to the booker at the venue. They're like, so what are you guys called? And I was like, oh, shit, I don't have a fan name. <laughs> and my, uh, yeah, my uncle's like, what about the players? Patrilli players. I'm like, yeah, it'll work. So I just, you know, that player, I'm like, guess it's stuck. So that's what's, what it's going to be. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be debuting a couple new tunes and, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited. I love the Mint. That is my that is my home venue here in LA. I love the folks who run it. It's just, it really feels like home to me when I play there. I have a lot of really, really good memories on that stage and at that venue. So it's, it's yeah, April 22nd in Los Angeles. Tickets are available at the MintLA.com. You can get them there. And I'll have the link on my website too, Angela Music.com. So those of you in LA, come and check it out. We hit the stage at nine, the box masters will hit the stage at 11. It's going to be a fun, fun night of music. And again, just really, really honored to be a part of the night and have to have been asked to, to do that. So it's pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah.
0: Awesome.
1: You know, venues awesome. have their own, a uh, building has its own life and history too.
2: They do. And, and, cool and this place, yeah, this place has, st- been the stage for some of my favorite people, and it is—it is, it is always—it's just always so cool to play there. I just love it. I just love it, and yeah, it's gonna be—it's gonna be a fun show for sure, for sure. So very excited about it.
0: Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. Well, we're happy to uh, know that you're out there doing your thing again, and
2: yeah, you know. feels feels good to get out and play and. You know, test out these new songs and see, you know, how they how they work in a live setting. So you can play them, you know, in your room or, you know, at the rehearsal with the band. Right. But playing these tunes out and just kind of testing the waters with them, I think is really, really fun. So I've been I've been doing that. And the last time we played at the Mint's a couple of weeks ago and I would written a new tune and I go to the guys, I'm like, we're going to open with it. I'm crazy. Like let's just see. (laughs) Let's just see how it feels as an opener, and it worked really, really well. And something totally different than anything I've you know written before, and it was it was great. I played slide on my. This is another COVID guitar. So when you asked, I had a Mustang. I had a Mustang uh, Mustang ninety by Fender, and I have been working with Fishman and. They released a new set of P90 Fluence pickups uh, in along with with Greg Cox, who helped design these these pickups. And I said, gosh, I'd I'd love a set to put in this guitar. And I had it all set up. And man, this thing sounds like a monster. It's a you know, and Mustangs are the you know, they're smaller bodied and smaller neck, the whole thing. Oh my God. Like, wow, this thing is a beast. Like before it sounded great, but like now it's like extra level. Like where did this Ah. thing like comes from like the depths of hell? Like this thing sounds so cool (laughs) and just sounds really great with the slide. And it's been really fun getting to know that instrument too. But yeah, that was at that gig. I had my Les Paul and had my Mustang. I didn't even have a Strat at that gig, which was very strange for me. I'm I'm usually always playing a Strat. And it's been really cool just exploring these new sounds with these new guitars that I have in in this venue that that feels like home to me. So so yeah, it's it's really cool to see these things growing and evolving. It's exciting. It is very much so.
0: The evolution, no strat on stage.
2: Yeah. It was it felt a little strange. (laughs) Absolutely. It felt a little strange, but you know, it's different. I still love my strat. I still play it all the time. But I thought. Hmm. let's do this one without it let's see how this feels yeah
0: yeah well this flew by today
2: i know it sure did it's always great chatting angela. with you guys yeah for Thanks real you for having me
1: you know i'm wondering angela if you could uh if you have any words of wisdom that you could maybe share with our beautiful listeners
2: in in re- like what sort of regards to it's very
1: open the question is vague very on purpose open.
2: I think we've stated already if you're thinking about buying a guitar, make sure you love it. Don't fight it. Um, <laughs> I'm a big fan of deep breaths take make sure you take a good couple deep breaths every day. A real good one like the four seven eight have you heard this? Deep breath for four No yeah, it's a good one. so breathing from your from your stomach, your diaphragm. so breathing in I for four. attempt
0: this with you. Yeah, yeah let's I,
2: attempt it live. Let's just do let's it. it. We're here. Okay, and those of you listening, it. you can do this with us. Yeah, they can so do breathe it in
0: practice. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So breathe in for four. Holding for seven. And then exhale for eight. Oh, that feels good. That feels good. Do that a couple times a day. Yeah. Yeah, but that's my, I like you know, that. I consider myself always a, a student of life, hmm. but there's like a little nugget of things that make it a little easier. I'd say that, that four, seven, eight, big I, you're,
1: you're such a consummate professional.
0: I put you on the spot like this and you deliver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was very (laughs) practical you know appropriate because you know oxygen very key to the human you
2: know we all kind of need it or else we die so
0: (laughs) yeah but the the unrehearsed
1: (laughs) the unrehearsed professionalism is inspiring uh ryan man uh what about you do you have any words of wisdom you want to share with the beautiful listeners
0: let's just be wild and free baby wild and free Beautiful listeners, you know we love you.
1: Bye.